You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Waiting for your first and let's be honest, next client can feel pretty brutal sometimes. If you're feeling frustrated because you've done all the things and nothing is happening, then this episode is for you. In fact, you might want to bookmark this one. I'm chatting with Christina about the number one skill you need in order to get booked out as a coach, and it has nothing to do with a special tool or new strategy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Christina, thank you so much for being on the Book Dream Plans podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was really excited to bring Christina on. We have very similar audiences. We help coaches, but I think it's important to bring in different um, perspectives and strategies because no one does anything the same. So Christina, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and we'll go ahead and get going. Yes, absolutely. So as you know, my name is Christina. I am an online business and mindset coach, and I help new and uh, intermediate entrepreneurs really set up their business in a way that feels good, that feels in an alignment, that feels fun, and really learning how to leverage your your strengths, your mindset, and social media to really get booked out with dream clients that you feel like you know, with, without losing who you are in the process of a success, without sacrificing your health and relationships, all the things that I did, I give that back to, to my world, to, to my clients, to my audience. So tell me about that. I'm guessing you made those mistakes when you first started. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I first started, I, I, I have 14 years of sales and marketing experience. I had the background. I've helped other businesses scale. I had a wedding planning business as well that I scaled using social media as well. And that was actually in 2019 where I decided to, you know, close my doors and pursue my dream passion of becoming a coach, just during through my own self-development, through my own self-discovery. And also I didn't really understand like the online coaching world. I really thought like you had to be an influencer, a fitness coach to, you know, make money online. But I did see that firsthand with my business. But when I made that transition, I had the the mindset of, you know, build up, they'll come, you know, have that epic bio and all of those leads will just flood in and, you know, posting and doing all of the things that you are meant to be doing that you're told to be doing. And I kind of got caught up in doing that day in day out that I just really forgot what I was like passionate about why I was doing this and not even that, but also like my personal life was like, um, at sacrifice because I was just always on social media. And I had that belief that I always had to be on if I wanted this to be successful. So I really had really poor boundaries and the, the, the mindset of like, I got to like always hustle. Cause you know, I'm being a high achiever and that go-getter that ambitious women, I just really fell deeply into that, that I kind of just forgot about the entire picture. So the first things that were to go, and maybe a lot of people can relate. And I, I see this a lot in the online world and with my clients, but your health and fitness are like the first things to, to go on the wayside because, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't go to the gym. Cause if I go to the gym, I am missing out on growing my business. Like that's like that deep belief that I had that I didn't even know, like I had to uncover that through, through my own mindset work, but yeah, I just was always on. I had no boundaries. 
um, was just doing all of the things. And I'm like, this is not sustainable. This is not really what I practice or I, I, you know, I preach my clients. I really had to get real with myself and, you know, walk my talk, like really set up a structure, a foundational business, something that was sustainable for long-term growth and not, you know, just feeling like you always got to be on. Cause I know sometimes we can get into that um, season and, you know, not being afraid of hard work, but you also need to make sure that you are growing and having a life outside of your business, which is something that's so important to me. And that's kind of where I went in with to go fast or to, to go fast, you got to go slow. And I just kind of thought that was a little bit of like a cliche saying, Mm -hmm. but I would say two, two years ago, that really took a deeper layer of, of really getting that on a cellular level. And that's where I just restructured absolutely everything and just made sure that I wasn't sacrificing my health, wellness and who I was for the, for the name of success. Cause I do think that there is more to life than, than business success. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. When I think about everyone for starting their business, myself included, I think we're all guilty of turning off all the burners and hitting high on your business because you're so excited about it. And you want to just, you see the potential and you know, all the things that are ahead for you. You want to do everything, every waking moment. I can relate to that. (laughs) And I still have that tendency. And like you said, the, the high achiever in a lot of us, I have those tendencies as well. Like I want to do well. I want to make sure I can check off the boxes and the hustle. Those two is, is a perfect storm for overwhelm and complete burnout. And one of the things like Christina just said, when you are building your business, you do put your health and the things that you were doing on a regular basis. Like I'll get back to that when I get my website up, I'll get back to that Mm -hmm. when I book my first client. And then I'm going to do that again. When this happens, like you put all of these conditions on everything. And then what happens when it doesn't, when it, nothing turns on the, at the pace that you, you scheduled it to turn on, you feel really (laughs) discouraged and you feel like you're doing, you did something wrong, right? You're always pushing the wheels. You're the only person who pushes your business forward. So you feel like you need to be on all the time. So what can happen when you're on all the time and all the other things that make you, you are turned off. What are the repercussions of that? Yeah, I th- that's such a great question. And I feel like that could go like just so deep, but you really just lose sight of like who you are, what you're passionate about, like really why you started your business, right? Like if you're just chasing, you know, that first client, that first 5k, that 10k, like you're always going on to the next that you're not really ever satisfied of where it is that you're at. And, you know, for for me and maybe a lot of people like, you know, I'll I'll be better at time management when at ABC, (laughs) but like Mm -hmm. time management is the key to success. These things are the key to success. So you got to learn how to manage your time. You got to learn how to structure your days. It's not like a, this, it's like that, this and that mentality, but you know, getting so deep into that, you get, you're into comparison mode. You start comparing yourself to other people. I was making other people's success, my failure, like they were taking something away from me. Mm. And you, you know, you, you get so deep into, to your head and, you know, all of those limiting beliefs and, you know, what you resist persists. Like if you're not dealing with what comes up, the emotions, like regulating your nervous system, like to me, that is the secret sauce to success. So if anyone's listening to this and you're, you know, downloading those like freebies and you're looking for that, just one piece of information, it's really having a calm nervous system and being able to hold more of what it is that you want, because 
we feel like we are chasing that. Like I had my first seven like K months and I still felt horrible. Like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't successful enough, but we really got to take that step back and be really grateful for where it is we're at because at the end of the day, it's not, it's, it's the process. And that was so hard for me to understand and grasp of it is truly the journey. And it's so cliche, but it, 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 you know, these cliche sayings exist for a reason. There's so much truth behind them. It's just really understanding them on an extremely deep level, because if you're always doing the nitty gritty and doing all of the things you're going to start being on edge. It's going to affect your relationships outside. You're going to be short fused. You're going to be frustrated. And, you know, we take that, we take that out on the people that we're most comfortable with. And then, you know, those relationships start to sacrifice. And then you're, you know, everything is just ripple effects into that. Then you're, you know, you don't want to show up because you don't feel good. And, you know, maybe you had an argument and now, you know, that might take up your whole day, but you have to learn to regulate those emotions because you're going to have hard times. You're going to, you know, life happens, but it's what am I going to do in despite of that? And really, really just remembering if you're doing this for money or chasing something, you have to go back to your why, to your purpose on really why it is what you're doing. And if you, you know, get massively successful, amazing it is a byproduct of all of the amazing work that you're doing but we just can't lose sight of who we are on a human level like who's that little kid in you like what does she love like what would she be doing like what does she need and really attending to our needs and not just focusing on 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 business because you have a lifetime to make it all happen. It's just not going to happen in like 90 days <laughs> like or 30 days or mm-hmm. in six days or in one week. Like it takes time and it just being patient and learning who you are in that process, learning how to manage your emotions, learning how to manage your business, your time, your relationships, all of it, because the more successful you get, you're going to have to juggle a lot of moving parts. And that's something you have to learn in the process. It's not something that just comes when you get to a certain level. It's required to get there. Speaking my language, Christina, <laughs> I also I also like to think of it this way. We, in our head, think that we need to always be doing something to make our business more successful. So we do these things that mean absolutely nothing. Like, for example having 40 tabs up on your computer, oh, hopping from them <laughs> yes. back and forth constantly. So you can say you're putting in the hours in front of your desk, checking things on your phone. So you're putting in the hours and you know, on your phone, right? Like no one cares how much time you spend going back and forth mm-hmm. and checking things 8,000 times a day. Oh, so yeah. I like to think of it as, let's say your, your best friend who doesn't really know anything about what you do. I'm picturing my best friend, which has no idea what I'm do, what I what I do. And and I say, why don't you follow me for a whole day and I'll show you what it's like to run a coaching business, right? So like pick somebody in your life that has no clue. And then re- really be honest with your typical day. How embarrassing would it be for you to say, okay, now we go check Facebook for the 45th time. And then now we're going to go check our email again. Oh, no, nothing in the inbox. And you're just constantly going on all these things. And they're probably wondering like, why do you keep doing the same thing over and over? It seems like you waste a lot of time here. And it would be kind of humiliating sometimes to the way we spend our day, just to say that we're working on our business. 
I know it sounds ridiculous to say, but it is the, it's an, it's a truth for everybody. Mm -hmm. We waste a lot of time pretending we're busy. And so when you're, it's, it's a distraction from you being scared of not hitting your goals. It's a distraction from you of, uh, feeling like, okay, everything that I'm doing is still isn't working. So I'll, so I'll keep doing, doing, doing pretty soon. You're going to come crashing down because you're Mm. tired of flicking from tab to tab. You're tired of listening to everything and downloading everything. You're tired Mm. of consuming. Then you're like, well, nothing worked. Let me scrap it all and start again. And then the cycle continues. But what if we decided to have patience in our business? And I know that's like such a boring business tip, but I say that all the time to my students, just have patience. It will come, but they're like, yeah, but how do I just, I have everything set up. How do you get a new client? If I put in all the strategies, what am I supposed to do? Just set Mm -hmm. it and forget it. What am I supposed to do? What do you think, Christina? Yeah, I am so familiar with that. And, uh, you know, we, (laughs) we pick up our phone, like 30 seconds, every, like every 30 seconds, like thinking something's going to change. And it's funny because I actually wrote a blog on this. I took a 30 day social media detox, which turned into like almost 60 days. And it was just so profound on my business and my, and just on myself that when you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah, when I had no apps on my phone and the amount of times I would pick up my phone and be like, oh, I have nothing to do. It, be, it just made me so aware. And it was typically like out of avoidance, right? We're avoiding something like doing the actual work <laughs> because we can learn all of the information, but it's action. We got to apply. And, and it's, and, and to, to answer that question, it's, it, you know, any strategy will work. Anything will work as long as it feels good, as long as it's aligned with you and it will work when it works. You do it until it works because that's really where success comes from. It's not like trying it once and you just like, oh no, that didn't work. Let me do something. If you're constantly strategy hopping, you're not giving yourself any time to really collect any data, to see what you like, to see what you learn, to see what you can do differently, to you know see what you can add more, what you can eliminate it because business is all about not even just business life. Like it's all about trial and error. It's all about trying something. Okay. Did that work? Did it feel good? Did it, you know, what was the results? Okay. No, let me, you got to collect the data. Like the numbers don't lie. And, and, and I've, I've seen this a lot with my clients too. It's, it's like, Oh no, it's not the strategy problem. Just, it was just the numbers. We didn't have enough visibility, enough impressions. Like you got to go back and do it. But at the end of the day, you've got to stick to it until it works. If you want this to be your business, if you're so passionate about it, you will do whatever it is until it works and give yourself like a quarter with a strategy so you can collect data. So you can collect, see what worked, you know, make those minor tweaks, but then, you know, next quarter, try it again. But you just do it until it works. There's no, you know, there's no secret. There's, uh, I can't remember who, I think it's Mark, Mark Coben. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but he says, when you do the one thing and it works, people will think you're an overnight success. And I'm paraphrasing that because oftentimes mm-hmm. we think like, wow, that person was like an overnight success. She just did one thing. She blew up her business. And I see this error a lot with new coaches is they try and follow what six-figure businesses are doing, multi-six-figure businesses are doing, but you're not at that stage. It's like, let's scale it back. Let's build a strong foundation. Let's take the steps that are required so you can get there. So that can happen to you. And then, you know what? People are going to wonder how you did it. You're going to even wonder how you did it at one point, but you just got to keep going and pushing forward through 
all of the turbulence. Like I always say like, without failure, you're not going to know how sweet success tastes like. So you can't just have success every single time. It's going to be boring and it's not really possible. So you've got to learn to embrace these failures, these setbacks, these, you know, I always say you're not failing. You're just in training. You're figuring it out. You're learning Mm -hmm. and it's going to take time. Like what you're doing as like a new coach, you're not going to be doing that when you're intermediate, your strategy is going to change. Your business is going to change. You're going to change at every level it's going to look different. You're, st- you're not like starting from scratch, but you're, you're trying out new things and you can't be afraid to, to pivot, to try new things. Like I know for me, I was doing the same thing, the same thing for almost like, I don't even know, I think like eight, nine months. And I was just wondering why things weren't working. And I was just doing things that I hated. I was doing things because I thought that I had to do them. I had to talk a certain way. I had to talk about certain topics because that's what's going to make me successful. And it took me a really, really long time to think, to, to really lean into, you know, being me is going to make me successful because, you know, putting on a performance, it's, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. That's exhausting on its own. It's really stepping into your power and trusting that the strategy that you're choosing is going to work for you. So what's one strategy that you love to do now that when you first started, you were thinking, what am I doing here? For me was leaning back because a lot of the, you know, previous coaches, like they were all, and it's still really important to like nurture audience, to build relationships, but you got to do it in a way that feels good. Like I, you know, was always like told, you've got to be in the DMs, you're doing this. And I thought that I would never be able to grow a business without actually doing that. So for me, I thought I aligned with like doing like live strategies, like, or live videos or just really focusing on doubling down on my content. Cause that's what was really working for me. That's where most of my clients were coming from. And it really was hard for me to take that step back from like really building like relationships with almost like this idea of, you know, maybe they'll become a client. Maybe I'll collaborate with them. Maybe they'll become a friend, like whatever it is, like, it's so good to build a network. But for me was stepping into like doing more live videos, um, stepping back from the whole, you know, like 10 photos, comment on to do this, do that. That was a strategy that I was doing for so long. It just wasn't working for me. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try something different. I doubled down on my content. I did a little bit of more like live videos and that felt good, but it didn't, it was so hard for me because it didn't feel like I was doing enough. I didn't feel like I could have a successful business, but I looked for the proof. I looked for people that were doing that and massively successful. I'm like, okay, well, they can do it. It's proof that I can do it. I just need to trust it. So for me, it was doubling down more on like a content strategy rather than constantly like engaging and feeling like I was chasing people. But you would never have known that if you didn't start with that. So that's exactly, that's the whole point. It's like, you have to, once you get your website up and your branding and all of the foundational things put together, that's when you have to start trying things so you can move out of them and into something that feels more comfortable for you. Yeah, That's what it's all about. And, and don't funny. wait. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't wait and think that, or, you know, one of the things I always thought was, okay, once I try this, I'll just 
you know, set it, set it and forget it. And that's never going to happen. I was reading my journal. I have one of those five-year journals and we, this, this year, 2022, my signature program will be four years old. And I was reading it because we launched it in February of 2018. And I had a, I had a baby at the time and she was on my hip the whole time while I launched it. And I was reading my journal entries thinking it was, it was so exciting to see me um, feeling excited about something. I had no idea what was going to happen and I'm getting ready for my first launch. And I'm, you know, it was, it's so cool to read that stuff. And if you can just go back to yourself, you know, four years ago or ahead four years from now, what are you going to be proud of that you decided to start that you decided to, to go for it and make this your thing? You know, I, I was listening to launch stories from, you know, the Jenna Kutcher's Mm. and, you know, I have a $300,000 launch and, you know, how much did she pay in marketing and her team and all of that stuff? We don't know, but that intimidated me to even launch standout coaching Academy because I'm not, I know that I do not have the numbers to have a $300,000 launch. So why even try? And then something just came into my head and was like, well, who cares if one person signs up, that's awesome. You're going to keep growing after that. And my first launch was five people. And you know what? Making $5,000 in a weekend, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I think we put way too much stock into these big numbers that we don't even feel grateful for the small things, the actual really big things that happen to us on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Cause I know very similar. Like I was like, I'm like, like, I can't hit that. Like it's impossible. (laughs) And especially like as a new coach or coming out of the gate, you don't have a brand. People don't know that you exist. Like you have like a smaller, but you know, maybe a mighty audience. And we feel like we have, we get intimidated and we feel like, okay, I want eight people in this. And then you got five and all you're focusing on is the three people that enjoy and you Mm -hmm. feel like a complete failure, but not about like the five human beings that are in your course, like that you're going to impact their lives. And they're going to do that same. And you're having that ripple effect, uh, ripple effect success. And we have to remember that it's focusing on what you have. If you have five people and you wanted like 30, maybe you can't energetically hold those 30 people yet. Cause mm-hmm. I know there were times where I wanted 10 people in a launch and I had six and I'm like, wow, if I had any more, I really don't know what I would have done. It wouldn't have felt good. I wouldn't have been able to, to handle those extra like four people. Mm-hmm. So I always think that we, you know, things happen for a reason we have to, you know, increase our energetic capacity and grow and grow and grow. It's like coming out of the gate and wanting to help a hundred people, but you don't really know what's going to go into that. And I always say, if you had everything you wanted right now, drop on your lap, like, would you be able to handle it? Most likely not. And it's finding like the you know, we all have our days. We have bad days. Like it's like the roller coaster of an entrepreneurship. You feel all of your emotions, maybe within like 10 minutes, within the hour, within the day, like, you know, things happen, but it's always looking back on how do I want to remember this day? How do I want it? Cause it's, is it really going to matter a month from now, a year from now, maybe even like two days from now? Like, is it really going to be that detrimental? Like most likely not it's, and it's finding the, the, the good, the pleasure, the the fun in what is currently happening and asking yourself the right questions. Like, what can I learn from this? What is this trying to teach me? Because 
you're not going to get an answer by asking the wrong questions. And it's really figuring out like, what can I do better? How can I improve? You know, how is this making me feel like it's really being a little bit of like a mad scientist about your own self and how you operate and, you know, finding out the the purpose of why things are happening the way that they are, because, you know, like the saying, like what's for you will never miss you. It's just, will take time to get to where you want and it's having to enjoy that journey that that process because if you're going to feel happy and you think you know 10k in the next 90 days and you know that you're going to feel so much more happier in those 90 days but then it's like do you want to feel like crap up until those 90 days but also what if it doesn't happen are you okay to live the way that you're living in the hopes of it happening and who knows when it's going to happen because you're wanting something for the feeling of feeling better, but it's giving yourself that now in that state and, you know, attracting what it is that you want, because it's not sure people make it look so easy. You know, I had a hundred K launch and all I did was be on stories or I did two lives and one post, but you really have no idea what has gone on in the mm-hmm. back end, like who, their team, the privileges that they had, you, you like, you really have no idea. We're just really comparing you know, the back of our life to someone's front facing, because we don't have any idea what's going on in the back end. If they made a hundred K, but you know, they paid $80,000, you know, in that launch, it's, you know, what's really your net worth. <laughs> like that's yeah. what really needs to be focused on. It's not because we don't know how much money people are coming out with like their marketing team, like who they paid for their ads. Like nobody, know, not a lot of people talk about the, the profit part. No, they do not. And I think it's the biggest, I, I guess the, the bad part about this whole world that we're in, in this coaching world is everyone tends to have a dollar signs in their eyes and, mm-hmm. and it, it ruins it. Don't, don't, don't look at everything with those dollar signs in your eyes. I just created a post yesterday about stop complaining that only 10 people liked your post when you were thinking maybe a hundred people would like it. Why do you think that your business isn't growing? It's because you're not grateful for what you mm-hmm. have. If those 10 yeah. people came to your house right now, would you ignore them and say it's not enough? Yes. If those three people that decided to buy, who probably worked really hard to get that thousand dollars to be in your program, if they showed up at your house, so excited to join and you were sitting there with your arms crossed and to put it bluntly acting like a baby because you didn't get mm-hmm. what you wanted. Is that how you want to run your business? Cause you're, you will never change you're never going to change if that's how you're going to act now. I feel like I'm talking to a child, but you know what? We have to get off of that and be grateful for that one person or the three or the five, because if next time you launch and you wanted a hundred and you get 50 and you're still acting like that, well, I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. Right. (laughs) Honestly, that's just it. Like it's just really in the love of gratitude. Like you so have to be grateful for where you are to be more because even when you have more, like I said, when I had my first 7k month, I didn't even notice. You have to be grateful for where you are, for what you have. And because that, like that's negative self-talk, like you're living into your limiting beliefs, like you're living into the things that you don't want to live into. And no matter what you do, what you get, you'll never be grateful until you, you know, change that within you because 
yeah like you want to remember like these are human beings like with beating Mm -hmm. souls like if I joined someone's program and they were upset that it was just like maybe just me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and sometimes as a coach like we feel like oh they're gonna think I'm a failure or they're gonna think that I don't know what I'm doing because I didn't have all these people in my program but honestly for me I just look I'm like yay more VIP access for Mm -hmm. me like more one-on-one like Mm -hmm. it's not I'm not judging the coach like or, or anything like that and it's really just us judging ourselves but it's really being grateful for where you are. And that was one of the biggest game changers for, for me is really working on my mindset, working on, because it wasn't the strategy. I had that. I knew what I needed to do and I was doing the things, but nothing was working. And when I look back, it's, it, it made sense. I know that I had to be a different person to have the business that I have today. And I know that I need to be a different person to have the business that I want in, in the future. And it's, just really goes down to being grateful and processing your emotions and mm-hmm. learning how to deal with running a business because the more you grow, there's so many moving parts, like so many more fears of what did it just lose it all or having an employee or, you know, a contractor, like you're responsible for paying somebody and, you know, like they're responsible almost for like, not responsible, but like you're, they're, you're paying them like you're they're, you're giving them like a life and income and mm-hmm. you know it comes with a lot of like responsibilities and if we're not able to to clear that up on a you know cellular level it's really going to be hard to be a leader and uh, grow a business because we all know and the people that we admire they're not one you know they're not doing the things that I know I was once doing, they're really focusing on the action, on the impact, on what they can do and how they do it and not waiting for it to happen or waiting for that one piece of information. And, you know, I feel like that just kind of comes with, with the journey. Like you've got to go through that phase, that process of being like, okay, there really isn't a secret sauce. It's now, what do I want to do and how do I want to do it? And really owning your own skills and and tapping into that to grow a business and love and outsourcing or leaving what doesn't fit for you. I think that's why, you know, everyone has different strengths and that's the reason why there's so many different jobs that exist because we're all different and it's just tapping into what's for you. Mm, Love that. I think that's so important and something that all the wise coaches say that you got to tap into what is good for you. Um, what makes you feel good about your business? Some people want to hand everything off. Some people want to do the things that's my personality and you can make whatever you want to you, whatever you want your business to feel like it's in it's, the possibility is there yeah. and you don't have to be like Christina. You don't have to be like Lindsay or this person or that person it's going to take time to figure out what that means for you. It's probably going to take years. So Mm -hmm. if you are okay with that, then awesome, because then you can be in the club of the people who are constantly growing and doing amazing things. If you're not okay with that, and you're giving yourself a 45 day deadline to make $10,000, then fine. You can do that. I don't want to play in that field. That sounds terrible for me. And I think that most people deep down inside are probably wanting to just let this, let this, let this bloom on its own pace. If you plant a garden and you plant all different types of vegetables, I love gardening. I can't wait to start gardening again. You put all the seeds in, everything's going to come up on its own time. 
Yeah. Everything needs its own nourishment plan. Everything is going to happen in the way it's supposed to. If you're not okay with that, how are you going to help your clients be okay with that when you're helping them do something, when you're helping them work towards yeah. a goal? It's a skill you got to build, just like social media, just like writing copy, just like time management. This is one of the most important skills you're going to have to build as a coach. Oh my gosh, absolutely. It's like, also, you know, you can only take your clients as deep as if you've gone, if you're helping on mindset and you haven't worked through your own stuff, it's like, how are you going to expect to help somebody else? Because you're not going to look for those, those little like nuances of, of what they're saying or, you know, whatever it is, but it's, you have to work through it yourself. Like if you had, you know, I know with like coaching, like, like I get so many objections and money. It's like, okay, but what's your money mindset? Like, are you enabling your clients? Are you walking them through it? Are you, you know, actually, um, coaching them or enabling them because if you haven't worked through your own stuff you're not going to be able to do that for somebody else on a very deep level in the level that they probably are hiring you for so I always think like you have to work through that and know like the deepness of it to help somebody else overcome that too and, you know, just like the, the analogy you gave of farming or about gardening, I love that. And you think about farmers, they're constantly watering their crops with absolutely no idea if they're going to come or not, but they're there every single day doing what they need to do in the hopes of, you know, having the fruitful mm -hmm. <laughs> um, crops to be able to bring them to the supermarket so we can have them. Like there's just there's no guarantee, but they do what they need to do because that's what they have committed to. That's their, their passion, their job, their, their love. And there's no, there's no guarantee in anything. It's, you just have to hope that one day it will work and it's the consistency. Mm -hmm. I grew up on a farm. My dad's a farmer and there is no better entrepreneur than a farmer. You're literally relying on mother nature for the whole every second of your day. Yeah. And if it doesn't rain, what are you going to do? Right. And there's no one who has more trust in God that everything will work out than a farmer. That's my opinion. And that's what I brought that with me in my business that I don't think this was planted in my head for no reason. And I am here for the long run for as long mm -hmm. as it feels good. And I know that I can help people and I desire to help people. I do not have dollar signs in my eyes. And I hope that this episode kind of makes you settle in a little bit to, I believe who you really want to be as a coach and just relax and know that and release the pressure from yourself that this will work for you. You just got to give it time. I don't know how long it's going to take. It might take five minutes or six months or two years. I have no idea. I'm okay with that. I hope you guys are. And I think this was a really important conversation to be had. And thank you, Christina. It feels like we have um, very similar um, values and, you know, I think it's important to listen to people and understand what their values are as a coach, as you're looking for a coach, because sometimes we're listening to the wrong people and their, their values don't align with what our family has in store or our business or whatever. And that is very important. That's a lesson that I've learned too in growing my business. So I think yeah. this was a good conversation, Christina. Oh, I think so too. I love that. I love how just ending on that and even just the, like to reiterate like what you said like you have to be in it for the long run or you know you won't be in it for long like if you're just chasing the money or chasing the next best thing like you have to do it and you gotta if you were to never make money 
you have to give it that same passion, that same love, that same commitment, and the money will come if you want it to, like if you stick to it and do what feels good. So I love that you said that. This was such a beautiful conversation. I agree. Christina, where can everyone find you? Yeah. So I primarily live on Instagram, hang out there. So feel free to come say hi. Let me know that you came from the podcast. I always give free, free goodies to those that will let me know, but yeah, come say hi. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll steer you in the right direction. And again, thank you so much for having me on here. Yeah, absolutely. We will put Christina's Instagram uh, link in the show notes and her website. She has a binge worthy business trainings for everybody. So we'll put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Christina. I love this conversation and I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you. Me as well. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.